Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where we help you to connect with your higher self and manifest your dream life. Now, I'm so blessed today because I have a returning guest. Um, Jennifer was actually on my Superconscious Success Summit last year, and I've decided to have her back on again because she has had some great developments that have happened over the last year. And she's... She's a, Jennifer's actually the founder of soullanguage.us, which helps people to discover their soul mission and how they relate to the world around them. She's a master intuitive. She's an author. She's a teacher. She's a speaker. And her purpose is to help people to connect to themselves, to each other, and to the divine. Now, I guess this is one of the reasons why we resonate so much with each other, because not only do we have the same name, but we also have the same purpose, because I've always thought of myself as being a connector. Now, I believe connection's my most important purpose in life, as does Jen. So now let's get on to the interview and see what Jennifer has to say. Hey, Jennifer, how are you doing today? Hello, Jen. It's so <laughs> nice to be here. And I'm so excited. Thanks me too. for having me back. Me too. It's great to have you back on after a year of um, big developments and a lot of craziness going on in 2021. But 2022 has been a really good year for you as well, because you have launched your brand new membership site, which has got all of your content in it, which is so exciting. And so so I'm sure there's been a lot of different developments that have happened over the last year. So we're going to get stuck into it. We're going to learn about what soul language is, learn about how we can figure out what our soul language is, and also how knowing it can actually help us in our relationships, our wealth, our abundance, whatever we're looking at trying to improve. So Jen, let's start off by you just telling us your story. So I was in marketing and PR. I was the person uh, who would PR firms would call, public relations firms would call to get their clients on national TV. Uh, and I was really good at my job. Uh, I was really angry and I wasn't allowed to talk to clients because I would tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was something bigger inside of me. So I kept asking those big questions. And before long, uh, I got some really big answers. And one of those, I recently broke my foot. So I have to keep switching it. Um, okay. Even though it's healed, it's like, can't mm. stay in one position for too long. Um, so one of those big answers I got was, I was asking the question like, where are my people? How do I connect with people who resonate with me? What am I supposed to do with this crazy life purpose, a powerful healer and teacher in the spotlight? What do I do with that? And I was at a conference talking about essential oils and life purpose. And this woman sat down next to me and went, we're going to be friends. And I went, yeah, totally. My inside voice was like, why her and not this other person across the way. Mm -hmm. And what I heard through divine guidance was like, oh, that's soul language. And I kept asking questions. And before long, I had this structure to put tangibility to soul. So humans can accept their essential nature in a deeper way. So they can have this clear channel of communication. Mm. And I started identifying people. 
And I identified someone who knew nothing about soul language, who not, knew nothing about the ooh, three core energies of soul, mm-hmm. your mission, how you fuel your mission, and then your soulful personality. And I said, okay, so one of your soul languages is partner. Does that resonate with you? And she said, before I got on the phone, I asked myself, what would my, if Jennifer asked me my soul language, what would I say? She said, I, I wrote down the word partner. Uh-huh. And I burst out crying. Now I have warrior energy. It's really crazy when a warrior cries, like <laughs> the heavens open up. And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, yeah, you just told me I'm not crazy. Yeah. And that's what soul language does. It's a tool to put words to what you know deep down inside and to give words to what your uh, essential nature of your business is because human beings love words and Mm -hmm. it allows for this deeper connection, this kind of tunnel to Mecca. So people can stop saying to themselves, well, is that my soul or is that my mind? Mm -hmm. No, it's your soul talking. So that's the short story I guess of how I got here well it's true though isn't it because sometimes like I come across people but running the superconscious success podcast and brand has been like the greatest gift to me because I've come across so many incredible people that I've had on the podcast that have now some of my closest friends and when when I look for guests for the podcast, you just have like that connection and you just know instantly, even like through intuition, because everybody's intuitively, um, you know, guided to me. I, I believe source guides people to you that are going to um, that are going to be a part of your life, that are going to help you to grow, help you to expand. Um, and, and so sometimes you'll come across people and you go, I just know that I feel like I've known you for years and I just know that we're going to really hit it off and that we're going to create something amazing together. And so I guess our soul languages, like it can bring people together that are of the same the same sort of um, soul language, I suppose. So before we go into that, and I want to, I want to dig deep into soul languages, I want people to be able to start to figure out what their soul language is, how they can, you know, how they can resonate with it, how they can use this for for improving their life. But when we talk about the soul and we talk about the ego, they're, they're two completely different, different things. And the ego um, can actually block us from, from manifesting that which we, which we want in life and also from discovering our soul, from hearing our soul, from listening to what our higher self or our soul has to say. So can you go a little bit into what is the ego and how can that actually stop us from expanding? Yeah. So um, ego gets a generally a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's ego and there's ego on crack. We're going to focus on ego on crack. Okay? <laughs> yes. So, because without regular ego, I wouldn't have gotten up this morning. I would exactly. Like, okay, when I lie in this snuggly bed, just hanging out, right? So, ego has a, a purpose part, right? Mm-hmm. And when anyone tries to eradicate any part of them, it's going to cause separation. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. Yep. But ego on crack is geared to keeping you in the illusion of safety. Mm-hmm. So I know this, I know if I go to point A and point B, I might have to jump over a snake or run into a bear, but I know that I've gotten to point B safely before. So I know this route. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to go beyond this route. 
right? And your soul is nine out of 10 times, it's always going to be saying more, more, more. Yeah. And that's going to be pushing that normal everyday route. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, it's not really safe. It's just what we know. Mm-hmm. So ego's main job on crack is to keep us in what we know. Mm-hmm. It's to keep us alive. Now, most of us aren't being chased on by bears on a daily basis. So ego now has gotten used to making everything in our life scary. Mm-hmm. And in the past two years, we are living in fear and flight 24 seven, right? So much that most of us don't even know, Mm -hmm. right? So the difference between soul and ego is soul is always going to talk about wholeness and completeness. Mm -hmm. Soul is never going to feel like a hamster on a wheel, right? Yep. Soul is always going to talk about big picture. You can ask detailed questions, but it's going to give you big picture. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's always going to be helping you reach more, more love, more abundance, more goodness. And that means that you have to get ego to follow soul. Mm-hmm. And I refer to that as having your mind follow your heart. Yeah. And when you do that, there are challenges, mm-hmm. but you are well aware that the ha- the world is not happening to you. It's happening through you mm-hmm. and it's happening with you co-creating. Yeah. So I hope that answers that question. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, like you said, there's the ego is plays an important role in our life. The ego gets us up in the morning. The ego gets us started. But if we allow the ego to take over from the soul, then what we tend to do, as Jen says, is we tend to stay limited. That's when we start to focus on scarcity. That's when we start to focus on not enough. That's when we start to focus on, oh, this is too scary and I can't possibly you know, go outside of my comfort zone. If you listen to that higher part of you, if you listen to that soul, the messages that you will hear will be, you can do it. You are capable. You are powerful. You are a warrior. You are a, you are able to expand. You are put here to expand. That's the, we're put on this earth to expand and to become the best version of ourselves. And so if we allow the ego to take over, it's not about relinquishing the ego it's not about exterminating it it's about letting it know that no my higher self has control you don't have control over me my higher self has control and it's running the show your soul's running the show and so I think that's what we need to understand is because the ego it does get a bad rap it's yeah. it's like oh you know you're you're so egoic you you focus so much on the ego your ego is running the show and it's like no okay well there is a way that we can actually change that so we're going to go into the soul languages now now that you understand what ego is and why it is important but I like that terminology ego and crack I like that I think that's actually quite a quite a good way of saying it but we're going to go into soul languages explain you've explained a little bit about what a soul language is but delve a little bit deeper into that and then we're going to go into the different soul languages so thank you so what soul language is, is it's putting words to three core energies of soul. Mm-hmm. So 
if we look at soul language in a very metaphysical big picture, if we take the 107 core energies of soul and we squish them together, mm-hmm. that's divinity, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be kind of mm, troublesome for humans to use all of that divinity within this tiny frame at once. Mm-hmm. So the divine has made it easy and went, okay, again, silly human words for huge metaphysical concepts, but imagine that you're sitting at a table before you come back into body and you're like, okay, here's what's going to happen. God, this is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to experience. And you and God go, okay, these are the core energies that you're going to need mm-hmm. in order for that to be full of love, full of ease, full of grace. Mm-hmm. So each one of us has three, the mission and people, oh, people torture themselves over mission all the time, yeah. right? Uh, mission is not about your delivery system. You're not here to be a coach or an author or a teacher or a writer. Those are delivery systems. Mm-hmm. Your purpose is so much bigger than that. And so when we firmly and lovingly fully accept our purpose that we're being in every minute of every day that allows the delivery system to show up with ease and more grace Mm -hmm. so that first category is all about your mission and the mission is really about what you're profoundly here to experience and then then offer that to others so my mission soul language is called equalizer It's all about creating that perfect formula balance within me. And then I can offer it to others. Mm -hmm. So Jen, I've had jobs and I'm going to use this word correctly, where I've been paid literally to hold someone's hand. Mm -hmm. Jen, can you just hold my hand when I do this task? Uh, okay. Why? Because my energy is all about balance. Yeah. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. The second category is really about how we'll be known here. It's the fuel of our mission. So how do I create balance for myself and others? Through my soul language called teacher of integrity, love, Mm -hmm. courage, and love. Sorry. Uh, There's this bug that's like, there's this little stink bug and it's Uh. flying and they make so much noise. Yeah, they do. Right. So that teacher of integrity, that second category is all about being able to first see where I'm out of the consciousness of love and then get back into it. And so Mm -hmm. all my life, I've been like, uh, I know they're saying this, but I'm feeling a totally different thing. Yep. And I always know when someone's lying. Mm -hmm. I always know when someone's words and actions aren't measuring up. I can see a hole in anyone's vision, not judgmentally, but I know you're voicing this, but you're not in alignment with that. Yeah. And so then I help them get back into alignment. This uh, energy gave me quite a bit of trouble in corporate America. I bet it did. I, re- I bet. I remember this uh, relation. Oh, there's the stink bug. <laughs> Guess what, everyone? I don't like bugs. Um, <laughs> I gathered that. And uh, I remember working with this relationship couple and the, the male part was yelling at me. He's like, you make me feel like a kid and you, t-. and mm-hmm. all he was out of integrity. And all I was just was standing there talking the truth. Yeah. 
So the third category is really about our soulful personality, how our soul prefers to go through life. And my soul prefers to go through life as a graceful warrior, mm -hmm. action, movement, courage, and grace. And so I can give a one-liner based on everyone's three soul languages uh, for their soul. And that becomes their mar mild marker of consciousness. If they're not being and doing that, they're going to create struggle. So my yeah. mild marker of consciousness is I create balance for myself and others first, myself, then others through love, integrity, and courage. Mm -hmm. And so here's the simple, the way I was creating struggle. So, um, there was something really on my mind about my boyfriend and uh, I wasn't saying it and like, right yeah. out of integrity, lack of courage, not creating balance. And I could feel my jaw, like you would go like this. And, mm -hmm. and so this morning I was like, listen, I, I'm mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Like you are. And I was like, yeah, let me tell you why. He's like, well, let's talk about it. I go, well, we're talking about it right now. I'm like, <laughs> it was over. And like, no joke three minutes yeah and then i went like he's like you feel better it's like yeah i do feel better because you were holding it in and it's and that's the thing it's about it's about you powering up being being the graceful warrior is about you powering up and and saying what's on your mind because that's really important that we don't hold stuff in because that's what that's when we tend to go against that integrity exactly mm -hmm. and also it's a lack of courage mm -hmm. right so like, oh my God, what is he going to think? And blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, stand up, put on your big girl pants, Jen. We got this, right? Mm -hmm. And and it was, of course, we always make things much bigger in our heads. So I can tune into each member. I call them members because I see visuals, right? Mm -hmm. Each team member of my soul and ask questions. Or I can talk to the entire soul. And I can ask a very simple question like, what do I need to know today? Mm -hmm. To a very complex question around business or around my relationships. So I hope that explains a little bit about soul language. So when we're talking to our soul, um, because obviously not all of us are as connected to, to our souls as, as what you possibly are or what I possibly am. But when we are trying to connect to our soul and we're trying to hear what it has to say, what are some great ways that we can do that just to get sort of like started to get connected with, with what it's saying? Because our, our soul, our higher self, they're always talking to us. Yeah, wait. But it's, yeah. it's our job to be able to, there's that microphone, I do apologise, people. Um Lights falling, bugs, microphones. <laughs> this is real podcasting, people. Absolutely, and and that's the thing. I um I don't I don't believe in going and editing everything out because I believe it's it's real and it's it's who we are. So you yeah. know you can't you can't stop this sort of stuff. No, you can't, and you can't make it up. And um, I'm just happy to that the DOG is not you know barking. <laughs> Um, but like this is I've the had thing. that before. I've had that yeah. before. And the dogs have been barking in the background. I think that's there we go. Yeah. They're barking in the background and it's like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm here for a purpose, and my purpose is to is to interview other people to try to get the message out there. And if there's a few little hiccups, hey, what can you do? You know, it makes so entertaining. It does, it does. So, yeah, so if people are wanting to know how they can connect to that higher self, to that soul, what can we do to get that started? 
Well, I think the easiest thing is to start asking questions. I think so often people want it to sound or look like someone else. Mm-hmm. So I get visuals, I get references. You might not get that, right? So really start just to pay attention. Is it a pop in your head? Is it an in-body sensation? Do you get a visual? Start with small questions that you don't have any um, attachment to. Mm -hmm. That's like, what do I need to know today is a very small and very powerful question, but you're not like, oh my God, will the, you know, Mm -hmm. will the boy call me, which your, your intuition doesn't know that because there's a lot of free will involved in that. That's a whole nother story, everyone. Right. But Ooh, start, start small. Love this. (laughs) Start small and, you know, keep asking questions. And if you're not getting an answer, go to, ask a question, go take a shower, because when your mind is busy, mm-hmm. that is when you're able to hear more divine guidance. You're not so consumed about, will I hear it? How will I hear it? Mm-hmm. And start to play with it. Start to have fun. Remember, your soul is going to use your database. I get Star Trek references. Why? I freaking love Star Trek. Yep. And I get those references. I get cartoon references. I get song references. That's my database. That's how my mind works. So of course my soul is going to talk to me through my own uh, kind of reference points. But I've also gotten words in Russian and had to go, okay, so I'm hearing this word. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And the woman goes, oh, I totally know what that means. My grandparents are blah, blah, And she tells me what it means. And I'm like, okay, right? So start to have fun with it. I think so often people want a connection with their soul and their intuition so they can feel safe, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll know how the book ends. Uh, no, right? No. You're not safe, how it works. Right? And keep activating safety. Keep activating the knowing that you're safe to be vulnerable. Then start to ask those questions so you can build up a trust of your human Mm -hmm. in talking with your soul. Absolutely. And I think the more that you actually practice this, I think in today's society, we're all so busy and we're so we're wanting to keep busy. And in actual fact, I think that some of us are afraid to hear our own thoughts and we're afraid to hear what our our higher self is telling us because maybe we don't like the answer that we're getting or um you know we we can't differentiate is this our higher self talking or is this our mind talking now when my higher self's talking to me uh, i call them downloads i call them you know it's just things that just pop into my head out of nowhere that just and and they're things that are deep in the heart and this is the thing, when your higher self is talking to you, it will be something that, well, at least with me, everybody's different, but at least with me, it's something I feel in the heart. It's something that is, is deeply connected. And one thing that I really, that really helps me is I do a lot of mirror work and I love it because in order to be able to, if you can look into your own eyes, you're looking into your soul and that allows you to connect like almost instantly when you're doing mirror work. So if you are struggling, then start to do that. Start to to look into your own own eyes. Start to talk to yourself and, and start to, like Jen says, don't stress over it so much because sometimes we can get in our own heads, our ego can take over 
and it can stop us from hearing those messages. So there's, you know, just just relax about it. And this is why we tend to get so much, so many downloads when we're in the shower, because it's something else. We're doing something else, but also the water is actually trickling into our third eye, and when when it triggers the third eye or the crown chakra, then that tends to open up. It tends to open up to the to the um, to the divine. So I, I love that, and I think that that the shower is a great place to start getting getting messages. So okay, that's great. So we're able to connect to, and everybody can connect to their higher self. There's nobody out there that cannot, but you have to quiet your mind a little bit, and 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 not have it so busy all the time. I know people that the moment there's quiet, they have to put something on. There has to be music playing or there has to be something in the background. Um, and I find that if if that happens, I have a hard time being able to connect. I need to go on a walk or or do something like that where I can actually hear the messages. So figure out what works for you. Everybody's different. And some people probably connect really well when they're actually busy and others need a little bit more, more quiet time. And nature, going out in nature is mm. such a good way to connect because you you there's an instantaneous uh, feeling of wow I'm the individual of all this I'm the one there's th- this is so big there's a, a freedom mm-hmm. you tend to become less human in nature yeah absolutely I totally agree so so now let's talk about some soul languages how do we figure out or or go into some of the soul languages you went into some of the ones that you that that you are you went into your soul languages and I think I think a long time ago when we first started we figured out what my soul languages were too um and I actually think that we're very close with our soul languages um I don't know don't let me look up but I can keep talking (laughs) okay cool um you start Jen I'm just I'm just adjusting my microphone again you know while we're doing that Yeah, so, um, but I think about a year ago, we we kind of went into all of that, and um, and I think I think we were pretty close, but um, it would be interesting to know what we sort of what you sort of bring out of that. Yeah, so there's 107 across the three different categories. I am looking at Jennifer's now because if you can imagine after identifying 5,000 people, we, I don't know them all. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, in the mission language, there's uh, soul languages like pioneer, which is all about pioneering new ways. Mm-hmm. There are, there's, there's a mission language called the matriarch patriarch which is all about uh, leading a, a community, right? Mm-hmm. That's that, that uh, matriarchal energy. There's a mentor top line, mm-hmm. uh, people who are mentoring themselves and others. Um, there's a soul language called the negotiator. And that's really about creating new deals for themselves and others. Mm-hmm. Um, on the axioma translation side, there's uh, a soul language called nurture, which is all mm-hmm. about, they'll be known as a profound nurturer, but they have problems nurturing themselves as well. Yep. Um, and then there's one called the rainmaker, which is helps people make rain, which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
Had, um, have you known many rainmakers? I think I've known about 10 or 15. It tends to be a rare language. And yeah. what I mean by that is uh, a rare language tends to be, I don't see them a lot. Mm. Um, just because I think rainmakers, it tends to be a harder language. Mm, okay. There are some languages that are hugely metaphysical um and those languages uh aren't uh for the weak of heart so to speak okay um then there's the uh tones one mm -hmm. of them is called the intellect and that is the largest tone on the planet mm -hmm. intellects when they're conscious they help to uh, focus, sorry, the hiccups, focus mind, body, uh, and heart. When they're unfocused or unconscious, all they care about is mind, 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 mind. Mm -hmm. Academia, 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 academia. <laughs> yeah. So the key is really to move from con from unconscious to conscious. Yeah. Right? Unconscious is going to cause the pain and suffering when consciousness is you're in the flow and most of the time when we're conscious we don't even know that we are in the flow no Imagine that. so those are about a couple out of the 107 and i am busy trying to locate you and... <laughs> i i can understand it would be real hard amongst amongst so many that you've done over the last 12 months and there's so many gents that's the part <laughs> And of course, you're going to attract all the gens to you, aren't you? <laughs> oh, so it's it's so much fun though to be able to figure it out. And the funny thing is, because I am actually a nurturer, and the funny thing is that when you start to put these soul languages together and you go, oh, wow, that explains it. Now I understand why I feel like that. Now I understand why I'm so out of alignment if I go against that that soul language and so i think that yeah is it is it possible that you've got like because you said we've got three soul languages each yes and right? your business has three as well and your business has three as well so so for the people let's let's talk about we did briefly mention before mission our mission in life and people often say oh my mission is to be an author my mission is to be a speaker but you've got to understand that they're just they're just avenues to get your mission across, to get your, your purpose, to fulfill your purpose. So your purpose on this earth isn't to be an author, but your purpose on earth may be to get a message across that is going to help people all over the world. So what is the difference between, like, how can someone figure out what their, their sole mission is um, in this world? Yeah, well, typically, well, right now we you have to go to a practitioner. Mm -hmm. You have one of your have your soul languages identified. Oh, my mm -hmm. things are falling um, because it's not done by a test; it's done by uh, muscle testing, mm -hmm. which means you need a practitioner. But in order to kind of discover your purpose more, I tell people to ask three questions. Yeah. And one of them is, what have you struggled with throughout your lifetime? Mm -hmm. What is the one thing you want 
including yourself, everyone to embody on this planet. Yep. And what is your greatest desire? Yeah. And when you combined all of those questions, it kind of adds up to your to your mission and your purpose. Yeah. And that's and that's that's actually the three questions I asked myself when I figured out what my purpose was. And and I recognized that my purpose on this earth was that of connection. That was my that was my biggest purpose was being able to help people to to see their own potential but to connect with other people because I believe that when we're all connected, we are all one. And when we're all connected, we start to remove that sense of separation and we can do so much as a collective in comparison to one person doing it all by themselves. So it's, I think it's really important to be able to connect with your higher self. And when you do that, as we talked about flow, and flow is so important and it's it's so amazing once you get to that state once you get to that state of flow where everything just seems to fall into place you know that's not to say you're not going to go with struggle because we all go with struggle and that struggle is a lesson it's something we need to go through and we need to learn it uh 2021 was a very um interesting year for me because I went through multiple dark nights of the soul last year which is basically something that happens as you're as you're starting to ascend as you're starting to to really connect with your with your soul and you're starting to go through and and release a lot of those shadow sides of you and um and I came into 2022 just with such clarity it was incredible but I had to go through that last year you know, I've got two incredible kids. I've got an amazing husband. I've got a beautiful house. I've got some incredible dogs. There's nothing personal that was a problem. But um, inside, there's a lot of work that we have to do sometimes. Sometimes there's a lot of shadow work you have to do that, you know, stuff from the past comes up and you go, okay, I've got to work through that. And until you do, until you release um, things you've been holding on to, then we can't form that really close connection that we're needing to form to be able to live in that flow because flow is amazing flows when you are connected to the divine you're in you're in like you're in like total everything's gonna be okay I am looked after I consider that Mm. you know separation versus connection Mm -hmm. right and I think so often you know, our greatest gift is free will. So we are geared towards choosing not to be connected. Yeah. Right. And when we are wanting more connection, those things that are in the way of creating separation are going to rise to the top. Absolutely. So we can release them. So we're not on autopilot in in choosing them. Mm -hmm. And I think that most people consider that a dark night of the soul the soul is whole and complete right oh absolutely right and so what we're really going through is the dark night of the human yes and, <laughs> right? and i think and i think i mean do you think that maybe people are choosing not to be connected because maybe they're scared maybe there's some sort of fear that's that's surrounding that whole choice um it's it's an unconscious thing. That's the thing. We don't, we don't consciously choose, oh, um, I'm not going to be connected because we would all love to live in a state of flow. 
we would all love to live in a state where we don't have to worry about things or um but it does take like i said it does take some work and i think that you know once you start to recognize um that you are whole you are complete and that your soul is there to help you um you know, live an incredible life, but also expand. Because if we're stuck in the same situation, and this is why you have to go through difficult times. It's it's not, you know, if you didn't, if you stayed in the same place, you would never expand. And that's not our purpose for being here. Yeah. So it's it's like the soul keeps saying more and more and mm. more. And the human has to choose, well, do I want to stay there or do I want to experience more? And the soul is always going to be saying more. So there's always going to be a next level. And I think so often there's so much metaphysical mumbo jumbo that people go, well, I've worked on that. I've, I've let that go. Yeah. Okay. There's another layer. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, right. I'm thoroughly convinced the more I know, the less I know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're always learning. We're always going through stuff and we're always releasing stuff. And it's, it's never going to be complete, at least not in one lifetime. You know, we, we've got so much that we have to learn and so much that we have to expand upon, but it is about recognising your potential. It's about knowing that you are powerful, knowing that you're capable because we're all put here and we are all perfect, really. We're, we're all one, we're all perfect, and we all have you know, limitations. We all have things that, um, you know, that people possibly judge us for because that's the humanistic side. That's the egoic side. Um, the the oneness, the soul side, there is no judgment. There is no, there is no me versus you. That's not all part of it. It's all we're one and we're here to, to fulfil a purpose. Right. We're here to fulfil our mission and, that's why I say I think that when we all connect, I'm I'm not one to believe in competition. I don't believe that. I believe that we are here to work together to fulfil a greater mission. And so, you know, we can look at it and we can go, oh, but, you know, um, but this person's doing the same thing as me. And I go, so what? Right. You know, I mean, how many people have we got on this planet that are wanting help, that are needing help? and so the more that we've got out there, and you've got to remember, people will resonate differently with different people. They need to hear it out of different people's mouths. Mouth. You know, I always, <laughs> I always think about the uh, movie projector, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that was created at, by at the same time by different people across the globe. Yes. Okay. Uh, how do you think that happened? Because the divine sends out information mm -hmm. and people hear it. Yes. Right. And I think so often humans want to desperately put their stake in the ground that they mm. forget that their stake in the ground is okay if it's next to another stake because your stake is purple and their stake is aquamarine. Mm -hmm. And people need to hear the stake different kinds of ways. Yeah. Uh, in order to really get it. Exactly. And sometimes people need to hear it from three or four different people before they actually even even it. actually even go through their head. It's like, yeah. oh, and the thing is that I found that I could be saying the exact same message as somebody else. 
And one person will resonate towards me and one person will resonate towards them, depending on their teaching style, depending on the energy that they transmute, depending on their soul languages, because we've all got different soul languages. So it's kind of like, you know, don't don't be afraid to connect with people that are that are going to help you on your mission that you're going to be able to help as well. I think this is really important and this is why I'm such a big thing with connection and why I have such a big connect network uh, group because I just I just love it. I love talking to people. I love seeing where they're going. I love I love being able to you know connect with them on a deep level because I think that allows us to create some amazing co-create we're here to create our universe. We're here to create our world. And we can co-create with others to bring amazing value to, to the world. Yeah. So, um, and yeah. the divine's going to send you a person as a resource. Absolutely. A tree. So. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, there's so many resources out there. Um, and you can make some great friendships out of it too. And I think that's that's really important. We we all need friends. We all need connection um, of some sort. That's that's what allows us to be our highest self. Is is when we're able to connect with people that are of similar um, energies. Energies to us. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so, did you manage to find it? No. No, you still haven't found it. No. Okay, and it's. I- driving me crazy (laughs) it's driving her crazy because i know about a year ago we we did do it because i said i'd be really cool to figure out what my soul languages were before we were in the summit yeah Um, i don't have any record of it i can't find it ah it's okay it's okay we'll investigate it yeah we'll investigate it but as we were um as you were going through some of that list of it i'm pretty sure if i remember back i'm pretty sure that uh nurture was definitely one of them and it's something that I've recognized over time because of my empathic ways. And so I do find that sometimes I uh, nurture too much, um, which puts me in a place of, and, and this is something that we, us empaths will struggle with, is that we will nurture so much that we forget to nurture ourselves. Yeah, or you nurture in order to get and you never get because you're too busy nurturing everyone else exactly and so this is unfortunately um this microphone is driving me nuts (laughs) i'm sorry people this is just one of those days that it decides to be a pain to me um and and that's unfortunately one of those stages where yeah it's all it's all you know, a learning lesson. It's not, it's not anything that, you know, I was put here, this was what I was, the situation I was supposed to be in. Um, and being a nurturer, it allows you to power up because that's, that's another thing is the warrior side of me is that I needed to learn. One of my, one of my things that I needed to learn was to be strong, was to be able to be in my own power and to be able to be courageous and confident and, and it's something I struggled with for many years. Um, being the nurturer, it was always about, oh, how can I make sure that they're happy? How can I make sure that they're, you know, living their best life? And in the meantime, little old me in the corner there goes, Dying. Uh, what about me? I ended, yeah. up with, I ended up with autoimmune disease. I, you know, ended up with, 
you know, in the wrong relationships and, you know, all sorts of different things because I didn't nurture myself. So if you are a nurturer out there, you are an empath, we need to remember we need to also be, you know, stand in our power and say we deserve this, we deserve to to be looked after we deserve to be loved um and like i said you know i'm, I'm blessed because i've got an amazing family but unless you deal with a lot of the other stuff unless you let go of the past unless you you know start to get into your own power then you're going against that soul language you're going against that integrity you're going against that all you know who you truly are when you're going against what your soul is trying to tell you you will feel instantly disconnected right. and you'll, you'll feel that sense of who am I? What yeah. am I here for? And that's why I think, you know, going to someone like Jen who can figure out what your soul languages are is really important because it'll allow you to go, oh, that's what, and this is, that was my revelation when you did it for me. It was like, wow, okay, that explains it because now I understand why I felt like that and what I need to work on. So when we know our soul languages, it can really help us with our relationships. It can help us with our wealth, our abundance. Um, How does all of that work? Like, is it just because it puts us more into integrity with who we truly are? We're choosing to be closer and utilize our essential nature in a conscious way Mm -hmm. rather than default to human programming. Yeah. And when we make that free will choice, um, it's like everything just becomes louder and clearer. Yeah. So, you know, and listen, you can make that choice by just tuning every in every day and feeling connected and choosing wholeness and completeness, even doing the mirror work and looking in the mirror and going, I love you. Yeah. will create that deep connection. Um, so language is a great tool. And I just want people to be connected. I want them to know that deep connection with their higher purpose and whatever they call their God. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it makes a massive difference. And I find that when I'm connected, because I do a first thing in the morning, I connect with, I do my mirror work. I connect with my higher self. I say, what is my best um, use of my time today? What should I be focusing on today? Some days I may meditate for four hours. That may be my best use of my time. But other days it might be like I'm just at work and I'm just going full force at it because that's where my inspiration is and that's what my higher self has said. Okay, today this is what you're going to be working on. And so I think that if you go with the flow, you go with what your higher self say, trust, you know, because when we go against it, we're, we're in constant struggle. That's yeah. when we start to go, oh, I really don't want to be doing this today. You know, I I like to, and you got to remember that we're here to live in joy, okay? It can be tough, but we're here to to enjoy our life. We're here to, I like to think of the, the world as a playground. I like to think of the world as a, a game, like a Monopoly board. You know, you're on a Monopoly yeah. board and you're just going around to the different, um, and hopefully you don't end up in jail. But apart from that, think if of you it do, as- hopefully you have a jail, get out of jail card free. <laughs> And so I think, you know, if you look at it as a game and you go, what am I learning from this? Every single situation you go through, you go, what am I learning from this? Why was this put in front of me? There's there's a lesson to be learned here. 
And once you start to connect with your higher self, you say, okay, you know, because I talk to my angels, I talk to my higher self, I talk to my soul, I talk to the divine, and I say, what was the message here? What was the lesson that I was supposed to learn? And when you do that, you will get the answers back. And you will go, okay, that explains it. And once you've done that, you've connected, you've accepted it, you've learned the lesson, move on. Okay, it's time to then move on and, and, you know, go to the next to the next phase. So, um, yeah, I agree with you, Jen. Connection is so powerful. Now, when you you did mention at the start, before we wrap this up, because we could talk for hours and hours and hours as we do. But you did mention at the start that um, if we've got a business, we're entrepreneurs out there, we're trying to build a business, we're trying to get clients in. This is something we often struggle with is, and, and I've had I've had many of my friends say, you know, they're launching products and that and they go, oh, but how am I going to get people to me? So how do we attract our ideal clients that are going to, that are going to want, because we know that there are people out there, you won't get the inspiration to do something if it's not something that's required so if you've got the inspiration to co-create or to create something it's because it's needed so there are people out there um so how do we connect with other people on a level that is going to bring people to us as an entrepreneur or business owner yeah you have to really be in alignment with Mm your voice and your vision, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to be so in alignment that you could be talking about sliced bread and then person goes, I don't know why I need to talk to her, but I need to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. Or him. Right. Um, Or they, or yeah, whoever, (laughs) whoever. Right. But that's what you need to be in alignment. And I Mm -hmm. think that comes from being deeply connected and really putting consciousness into your business. And that takes consciousness tools yeah i always say with god business is always good right? yes and so are you putting goodness into your business or are you putting pain in programming yeah um and so i've designed a whole almost every tool i have in my arsenal of toolboxes is based on choosing to put consciousness in your business so you know and also you have to be in alignment i think so often when people are coming from a place of lack, mm. uh, people are aware of that. They might not be consciously aware of it, but they are aware of it. And so you also have to watch on your level of attachment. What are you really attached to? Because yeah. no one's the source for you. They're just a resource. Yeah. The only source is source. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's what we need to remember. When we start to go down that scarcity, that scarcity trap, which we all do, we're we're all guilty of it. You know, if, if our bank account's not showing what we want it to show, or you know, the number of clients haven't come in that we've wanted to come in, rather than look at it as scarcity, it's it's a teaching tool. Okay, it's telling us, okay, well, we need to remember that there's only one source of, of abundance for us, and that is source. And like you said, you need to you need to work in alignment. Are you doing something you're truly aligned with? Are you doing something that like what I'm doing? I get up in the morning and I'm excited. I get up in the morning and I'm like, yes, I get to talk to this person today or I get to work on my course or I get to do this or I get to do that. Are you doing something that keeps you in that state of joy? 
Are you doing something that you feel is moving you towards your purpose, is moving you towards your mission? When you stop focusing on the money and you start focusing on the value, right, the value you're putting out there into the universe, the value you're providing for others, then that is naturally going to come to you. The abundance and the money will come to you. Yeah, and I think you also get to focus on knowing that it is your right to be profoundly loved mm-hmm. and provided for. Right? Absolutely. Like, you know, I think we we keep chasing uh, the clients and we keep working for peanuts. Like, mm-hmm. no, like it's okay, right? And really having that understanding that what your gifts and talents are just your bus ticket to get where you want to go and stop making it all so personal, but yet it is also personal. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So really just watch what you're putting energetically into your business. And, and, and remember you're a vessel. That's what we are. We're vessels. We're vessels to get the downloads from source as to what our next step is. And sometimes, don't know about you, Jen, and I'm sure you're exactly the same, but some days I'll get to the end of the day and I'll go, I got all of this done, but I didn't feel like I was doing any of it. It, it is really strange because once the divine is working through you, then you kind of, you just go with the flow. And sometimes, and that's when all of these ideas come to you all of this inspiration comes to you you write the best chapter of your book that you've ever written and to do that you've got to be in alignment you've got to be in that joy you've got to be loving what you're doing you've got to be knowing that what you're doing is providing value because we all have value to give so um that is awesome jen wow we've talked about a lot not just soul languages, <laughs> not just soul languages. We've talked and about that's why I like talking to you. Oh, I know. I know. We don't. We don't kind of stick to the script. We just no. go wherever it takes us. Yeah. Uh, whatever the divine wants us to put out, we'll put out. And even the <laughs> the microphone and everything else that's going. And the dog and the Where's bug. Your, is the bug gone? I don't know. It's <laughs> just lurking. Bomb. Dive, dive bomb me. It does it all. These bugs do it all the time. It's hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. But before we head off, um, let us know about your brand new membership site that you've um, that you've done that you've just added to your to your site. What they can learn from it, how they can get access to it. Sounds incredible. So just let us know a little bit about it. Thank you. Yeah. So I've been creating content conscious raising tools since 2008 and the business of soul is where they're all going to live. Plus I teach a monthly class and I have open office hours. So it has tools on there, anything from coming back after money broke your heart Mm -hmm. uh, to the butterfly method, which is tell you how you create and how to actually utilize your creative process instead of making it war with it Mm -hmm. to of the warrior program to intention tools it's so much content like you i'm like oh i created this this is great um and i was having all that content was going unused so uh people have come and said oh my god this is instant community went during a call i feel very safe i feel very connected i feel very heard Mm -hmm. and then 
when you need a tool or you're having a bad day or you just want to focus on your consciousness, there's a tool at your ready and it's 47 US, which is a steal. Which is an absolute steal. Like, like that. And I would get in quick because I think that Jen may get the inspiration to up that price at any time. So just, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, I might be inspired. You yes. may be inspired to do that because I think that the divine may at some point say, Jen, come on. But for now, 47, what a steal. And I definitely think that it's something that, you know, if you're wanting to raise that consciousness, if you're wanting to, to use those tools, because we have so many tools at our fingertips, sometimes yeah. it can get confusing. It's like, what do we use? What's going to work for us? Well, different things work for different people. Mirror work works for me. Won't necessarily work for everybody. Some people may look in the mirror and think they're crazy. Um, me, I love it. But there are so many different tools. You know, some people use EFT. Some people use, oh, there's all so many different types, meditation, you name it. Um, so I think that's great that you've compiled something that people are going to be able to go to and go, okay, this works for me. Nah, and I think it's important, especially for people who are master healers, yeah, not to always use their own tools that they create. Yeah, absolutely. I they agree. They can outsmart themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Awesome. So uh, give us your uh, domain name and where they can go and get access to this. Sure. It's soullanguage.us. And there's a link there called Business of Soul. You click on that. It will give you all of the information and all of the goodness that it includes. Fantastic, fantastic. And she's only just launched it. And so definitely go in, take a look at that and um, get involved because it's the community. It's a community of people that is the most powerful um, part of the program because we, we just when we're able to connect with people that are also wanting to raise their consciousness, that are also wanting to be on that journey, then um, some amazing stuff can start to happen. I mean, the divine sent the Superconscious Success Summit through me where I got to meet Jen and a whole host of other amazing new friends of mine. And this can happen. And so you've just got to put yourself out there and go, okay, I trust that everything I'm doing is for a purpose. And no matter what happens, think, remember that there are resources out there for you. Uh, there are people out there that are going to connect with you and, um, and go and take a look because you will not be sorry. Thank you so much, everyone, for being on the Superconscious Success Podcast. Thank you so much, Jen, for being here with Thank us you. today. And um, it's so great to talk to you once again. Definitely. Thank you so much. I totally enjoyed it. Me too. It was so much fun. And as usual, we we go on a on a tangent, but we love it. It's I think that you would have that our listeners would have gotten a lot of information from it. So thank you so much. Thank you.